we're off. Hello. 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 Yet again, friends, skeleton crew, welcome back. Welcome back to the Skeleton Crew Fight Club podcast. Uh, But it's October. No, it's not. It's not October. It's September. And that means it feels like October. You know, September doesn't really exist anymore to me. Because as soon as Halloween stuff comes out, it's just October. So that being said, in our home, in in the, you know, Leal Legacy Manor, Halloween, October, October is two and a half months long. <laughs> October starts halfway through August, and then it's October through Halloween. Uh, so it's October <laughs> and you know what that means? That means this is the skeleton crew fright club. Ha <laughs> ha spooky. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try harder and I'll put like a, like thunder or something there. Something spooky. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see in the edit. Who knows? Who knows what you're going to hear? I don't, I truly have no idea what you're going to hear right now. That's all to, uh, be determined at a later date. Hey, what's going on? This is Justin Leal, and I'm psyched. I'm psyched for a number of reasons. I'm psyched today because I'm getting to record. And boy, howdy, it has been a challenge to find opportunities to record. Because let me tell you, my son Maverick. He is just, he is something else. He's a two-year-old who doesn't go to bed until like two o'clock in the morning, which really, truly eats up any available time I can possibly have. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what's going on with him. But his sleep schedule is kerfluffed, and it's really, it's really impeding things for me personally. But that's dad life, I guess. Um. So yeah, I'm excited that I get to do this, and another reason why I'm so excited, just out out the gate, out the gate. Let's talk about it out the gate today. Today, Bane, my son Bane, Bane, the Portuguese predator Leal, was awarded his stripe at jiu-jitsu. He is now a white belt with one stripe, a one-stripe white belt. He outranks me now. <laughs> he... He and he's proud of it. He's very proud of it too. He's very proud that he he outranks me, and he won't shut up about it. He uh, he's a bragger. Like he is one of the most braggiest boys on the planet. But that's okay. He's earned it. He earned it. He's been really killing it lately. Like he has really, really improved, and uh, that's that's all thanks to our coach. Our collective coach. He's my coach too. Uh, Sugar. 
Sean Allen over at Nashville MMA training camp. I uh, I couldn't be more proud. It was it was a moment that I did. I teared up. I teared up for a number of reasons. I teared up for one because you know the uh, Bane, my boy. He patience is not a virtue he recognizes at all. He does not he does not practice patience in any way, shape, or form. So when we initially started in jujitsu, he was under the impression that uh he would just be awesome straight out the gate. And it took a little time. It took a little time to uh come to terms with oh this is something I have to try at and then beyond that it came you know it took a minute to come to terms with oh I'm not great at this I'm not immediately good at this like there are things in life where you can just not be immediately good at and it's no big deal but in a combat sport <laughs> in a in a sport where the whole idea is you know fighting it's a little harder to deal with because you're getting beat up all the time you're getting beat up consistently until you're not getting beat up anymore and Bane's not getting beat up anymore and actually he's at the point now where he's he's doing the beating up and today was a phenomenal reflection of that uh he he really worked a kid, another white belt, with four stripes. So at the time, Bane was a no-stripe white belt, and he, he gave the business to another kid who had four stripes, and that was that was fantastic to see. It's, it's really been fantastic to see just the growth in him. And, I've, and, I, you know, and I really I went through a lot of the same... Um, kind of I don't know what to call it I went through the same kind of like ebbs and flows as him where it's in jujitsu when you're first starting out at least in my experience and then what I recognized in Bane was that it's real easy to quit I mean and that's it's real easy to quit and never go back but not, that's not what I'm talking about. It's real easy to quit when you're rolling with somebody and when you feel that they are overpowering you or they are out, you know, you're outskilled. Um, it's real easy to be like, oh, well, there's no chance I'm going to beat this person. So tap, you know, and that's a hump. That's a hump you got to get over. And once you get over that, things, things change. And that's when you find a, um, is contentment a word? You find contentment? No, that can't be a word, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Either way, I'm going to use it. You find, you find acceptance in being beaten and your drive is to survive. You know, like... For instance, in my last class, I rolled with a dude who was like 
six foot something, 230 pounds. I'm not that. I'm like five, seven at, at the absolute best that, that may not even be true, but I'm just going to say that. Okay. At my most optimal height, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a five, five, seven, maybe, maybe. And I'm like one, one high fifties, mid to high fifties. And that's a significant difference if you know math. (laughs) So, uh, I didn't go into our little match together or our role together with any sort of expectation of uh, coming out on top. And, you know, that wasn't in my mind. My, where my mind was going into it was survive. Let's see how long I can survive with this giant. And I think I survived pretty well. I was I was I was proud of the amount of time you know it took for him to ultimately tap me and maybe one day maybe one day I'll get to a point where I will find a way to submit him maybe not who knows but that's not that's not where my head's at anyway this is about Bane Baney boy was promoted today. And my fatherly pride uh, made me tear up a little bit. But while while Coach Sean was uh, applying, adhering Bane's newly awarded stripe to his belt, there was Blink-182 playing over the speakers in the gym. <laughs> so it was... It was just such a moment for me. Because <laughs> if you don't know, I love Blink-182. I love my son. I love jujitsu, And I love the gym that we train at. So it was just a very euphoric experience. Like, as a dad. And as a Southern California native. And a fan of the sport. And, and you know. So that was great. So that's why, that's doubly why today has been awesome. Um... Speaking of jujitsu, the other my last class, I hurt my foot. I hurt my foot pretty bad. I I definitely sprained my foot. For a moment, I thought I broke it, but I didn't. Luckily, um, <laughs> and so I've been dealing with that for a few days, and we have entered my wife's busy season with her line of business, family photographer. The fall through holiday season is her busiest time of year. And that means I'm on hyper dad duty. So to allow her, I mean, when, when you have as many children as we do, there is no time for anything at all, at all. Uh, but I, I am doing my, my damnedest to ensure that she's able to have as much time as she possibly can to, you know, do what she needs to do. And yeah, so that means I'm, I'm overwhelmed by children lately. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I've already lost my train of thought on that thought, but I think it's something like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just tired. Uh, Oh, 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 Oh yeah. My foot. So in 
allow in trying to you know allow her as much time as possible i'm taking on all the kids we have stairs in our house and the boys room is upstairs well two two of the boys three of the boys live upstairs but we cohabitate downstairs in like the living room so it's uh been a lot of up and down the stairs with a sprained foot carrying children chasing children it's been it's been intense but i'm surviving i'm surviving um so yeah things have been good as far as that goes uh things have also been not so great and it's not it's not that it's been not so great for any you know any serious reason it was kind of serious but it's not like a see like it wasn't a depression kind of thing uh it but but it really it was unfortunate so a couple days ago so so let, let me let me start here i i like to think I'm going to take a sip of this. Uh, did I talk about on the last episode how I've gone to just cold tea? I still steep the tea in water, but it's cold water. I think I did. I think I did mention that, and I'm still doing it, and it's amazing. If you're not doing it, do it. Hot tea, though pleasant, it can be pleasant, but when it comes to refreshing no nah, man cold tea is legit i'm drinking a cold pumpkin spice tea right now because it's october because this is skeleton crew fright club it's just it's really just adding to the the ambiance of the season uh so anyway i digress so over the last however long we have uh, been dealing with rodents in our home. And I'm not talking about like an infestation, I don't think. We're not hearing things scratching in the walls or anything, which, you know what, our house might be haunted, so if we were hearing scratching in the walls, it may not be my, it, it could be a poltergeist. And we're, you know, that freaks my wife out, but I'm, it's whatever. Uh, but anyhow, no, we see, we see like rat droppings in really unpleasant area. I mean, anywhere you see mouse or rat droppings, it's going to be unpleasant. You don't want that anywhere in your home. But it's been especially obnoxious where we have been finding it. And in the past, we've we've definitely we've we've confronted unwelcome rodent guests. Uh, in our house, and I, I try to be humane about it. I am humane about it. I was humane about it. I I would get those traps where you know they would they would catch the mouse, and then I would and and not kill it, freak it out for sure, but not kill it, not harm it in any way. Maybe some emotional and mental damage, but not like physical damage. Uh, we would catch the mouse, and then I'd 
trot myself outside a couple blocks down or whatever, like a, a decent amount of way to where like if it wanted to come back to our house, like it would really have to work for it. And there's much there's, there's a, the distance between where I would let them go and our home. The you know there's other there's other places you don't want to go that far with your little mouse feet. Um, but I. Uh, they got wise. It must be the same couple mice or something. They they stopped they stopped falling for the humane trap trick. And it just it just started becoming more offensive the places they were leaving fecal matter. And it just like we would clean our house, we would wipe down wherever it was, and then, then immediately they would be there again. And it's just like, okay, dude, <laughs> okay, bro. It got to a point where it made me very angry. It got to a point where it made me angry enough to where I decided that they needed to die. And it's very out of character for me. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take life recklessly. I don't aim to murder. Um, if I'm going to kill an animal, I, I intend on eating it. You know what I mean? I'm not a monster. I don't kill for fun. I kill for function. And, and unfortunately, unfortunately, in this instance, I, I am having to kill for function. And the function in, of killing here is, is a clean home. I have kids. I have kids that crawl on the floor i got kids that put literally everything they find in their mouth and you know what this goes all the way up to to bane and he's seven and he still puts anything he finds in his mouth today he was putting the car keys in his mouth and i'm like that's that's vile you 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 have no no clue of just like where where these keys have been, the disgusting hands they go through. Like, just, bro. Bro. And we're homeschooling now, so, like, with the homeschool advantage of not not getting as sick throughout the year, I mean, that you're really ruining that by sticking funky things in your mouth. So, anyway, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I, they can't, they can't, they can't. They can't. Like, if these mice, if these rodents aren't going to do the right thing and allow me to relocate them in a humane way, well, in the interest of keeping my home sanitary and my children and family healthy, I'm going to have to end your life. It, it, it didn't, I didn't take it lightly. But ultimately, I, I did. I did supply myself and uh, equip our home with traps that that were that intent that that are designed to kill well <laughs> here's a little egg on my face apparently apparently this little one of these one of I think it's one of I think there's still one around one of these little rodent freaks uh, decided to acknowledge the fact that I was trying to kill it and decided to not 
fall for, for any of the traps I set, but still decided to die. And on, uh, you know, Sunday, which that doesn't mean anything to you. This was just several days ago. We were heading down to, uh, visit my wife's grandmother for her birthday. And in the process of getting ready, I went to my closet, opened the door. And as I opened my closet door, I was punched in the face with the overwhelming aroma of decay. And let me tell you, the rage that went through my soul and my bones was just, I can't even comprehend. Like, I, w- I felt so just, I don't even know, disrespected disrespected but at the same time i presume i can only presume like this thing knew i wanted to kill it so it decided so so in his little rat rodent mouse brain of his went oh okay you want me to die well i'll die i'll die i'll die i'll die and i'm gonna make you regret it And it just was, I'm getting mad thinking about it right now. Like, and then, and then there's such a weird little kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, how, how do you, how does one feel? Because I got what I wanted. I ultimately got what I wanted. This thing is dead. It's not going to be pooping in my house anymore. But everything in my closet smells like rotting flesh now. And it's, and it's a mouse. It's small. Small. Not that my closet is like big. It's not like a walk-in closet or anything, but there was enough clutter and stuff in there where I don't know where this thing decided to die. (laughs) So (laughs) before, and we had to travel a little bit. We had to travel like two hours to go to, you know, uh, Marissa's grandmother's house. And it was just, that's how I started the day that day, inhaling death. And then throughout the whole day, the birthday celebration, all I could talk about, all I could think about was the fact that there was a rotting mouse in my closet, just further stinking everything up. I mean, it, if, have you ever had an animal or something die in a vicinity, like in an in an area where it's like been left to rot for a little while, like that that smell embeds itself into things. I had to wash everything in my closet. I had to throw things away. Like it ruined my day. It ruined my day. Like I couldn't even enjoy. Like you know, you know, it's it's sickening to say. I couldn't enjoy the death of this thing because trust me, trust me, the disrespect I felt, you know, with it, with it defecating throughout my house, I, I was already annoyed and pretty upset about that. Like I wanted, I wanted to take this thing's life because it it just, there was no compromise. There was no compromise of like, Hey, let me catch you in a nice way. 
and put you somewhere else and you can find yourself a new home and we could part ways amicably and everything will be cool. No, man. No. I'm, I'm starting to think that this... I'm thinking this mouse was like some sort of demon. Sent from hell to mess with me. So anyway, we went to... We went and celebrated the birthday and came home and for the next like three to four hours, I went through the entire closet all the while inhaling the rotting flesh. And, you know, I wore, I wore one of those masks that everybody, you know, that everybody got to wear for like a year or so. Some people still wear it, which is bonkers to me. Those masks. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now. That's going to bother me for all in, in a whole different direction. But anyway, I wore I wore a mask. <laughs> like, you know, it, it just it was reminiscent of a of a few years ago. And it did nothing. It's still I still smelled it. There was no point. There was no point to the mask. I don't know. Subconsciously, maybe, it it, it made me feel like there was some sort of barrier between me and the stink. There wasn't. It got through. I was still breathing it in. But long story short with that, I went through the entire closet, pulled all my clothes out that were hanging, pulled all the clothes out. The scent, the smell embedded itself into my underwear, in the drawers. My boxers smelled like rotting flesh, which eh, there's there's some room for jokes there. And by all means, take them. Maybe my nethers smell like rotting flesh anyway. <laughs> my <laughs> nethers. Um, <laughs> my 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 private parts don't smell like rotting flesh. They don't, okay? So that that wasn't the case. I'm Portuguese. They smell like fish. Uh, (laughs) uh, Am I joking? I don't know. Ask my wife. Um, But anyway, yeah. So it embedded its stink in all my clothes, and I had to pull everything out. And then there was just like, you know, you 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 just kind of like throw things in your closet. You just put stuff in there. It's like, I I don't know where else this should go. So I'm just going to put it into the closet. I had a, I had a, quite a bit of stuff like that. I had, uh, just like, uh, a, a whole box full of random pieces of old skeleton crew apparel, like different shirts and one offs and just like, Oh, you know, just weird, just the things that didn't sell entirely like off, sizes of just different designs like a 2x in this design and then like three mediums left in this design it was just a box of you know i i don't know why i was saving it i should have just dropped it off a goodwill like a long time ago and just kind of like here you go you know hopefully somebody somebody will enjoy it but never did never did and then it became a mouse rat's nest or something i don't know but yeah, all of all of those shirts smelled like death, and yeah, it wasn't until it wasn't until I made it through 
basically everything in the closet uh, until I realized that, you know, this jerk's, this little jerk's rotting body was right by my knee the entire time, right by the door, just right at the front of the closet. I I was digging through things, thinking like, okay, it must have like curled up and died somewhere deep within the recesses of the junk I have in here. Because I mean, like, that's what makes sense, right? There was no way, there was no way it could be so convenient that it 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 was right at the the opening of the closet, right at the door. That's where he decided to die. That's where he decided to die and allow maggots to form, to grow in its guts. So I got to I got to needlessly, needlessly breathe it all in for hours. Yeah. I'm mad again. This thing had to be a demon. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way a normal average mouse, a normal average rodent with the teeny tiny insignificant brain that it has could formulate a plan to where, oh, you're putting out traps to end my life because I'm, I'm a nuisance to you in your home, mind you. This is my home, not his home, my home. You're trying to, you want me to die? Okay, well, I'm going to die and I'm going to make you regret my death. Do I, re- my, my foot, ow. My foot's a little swollen still. I don't regret its death, but I am, you know. But if the tables were turned, would I have done it differently? If I was a mouse and somebody was trying to kill me and it's like, okay, okay. Are mice allergic to chocolate? Because that would explain why it died in my closet. I had a old box of Whoppers in my closet that were all eaten on. Like this thing found the box, chewed a little hole in it, and started eating, eating the Whoppers. And I wonder if that's what ultimately killed it. Should we look it up? You know, this run and gun kind of uh, recording I'm doing. Where's my phone? This run and gun kind of recording I'm doing. I don't. I don't have like another laptop set up to do thing to look up things like that. I just you know I I it's a it's a real plug in a plug and go episode or style recording setup right now i probably could do it on the laptop i'm using but i'm always so finicky and scared to leave the screen of you know the software my recording software i'm afraid that it's going to stop and i'm going to talk for 45 minutes and it's not going to record any of it because that's happened before not with this computer or this particular version of the software, but it's happened to me before with other things on other computer, other devices. Um, and that that's upsetting. So to avoid that, can you hear me moving the mic around? I, I didn't, I didn't, oh, there's my phone. I didn't set up the, uh, little boom arm thing, mic stand, whatever it is a lot like the last episode. 
Um. Anyway, yeah, somebody look that up. Let me know if mice, if rodents are allergic to chocolate because maybe that's why it died. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, this thing had to be a demon. It, it had to, there, there had to be some sort of possession to where it, it could cognitively be like, okay, I'm going to die and I'm going to ruin your day. I'm going to ruin your day by my death. I mean, tis the season, right? It is it is the season where the the veil between realms is is at its thinnest where entities can start freely roaming on our plane of existence. What kind of demon possesses a mouse though? A really weak demon. I talk a lot of smack. I talk a lot of smack. Um I don't want to get a Ouija board. People are scared of Ouija boards. Why are people scared of Ouija boards? I don't understand that. Have you ever used one? I I have several times to zero success. Not not a single ounce of success. I mean, you know, I I've 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 attempted to use a Ouija board with with friends that that would you know like oh, I'm not moving. Yeah, of course you're moving in, dude. You know I grew up in a time where they they had commercials on TV for re- Ouija boards. Isn't that weird to think now? And it's amazing to me that so many people are scared of them. Like even even not spiritual or religious people that I've known are are turned off by by the idea of them. Which that makes it that's super super bonkers to me because it's like you you kind of you don't really believe in any of this stuff you don't believe in like a god or you know ghosts or anything per se but but a Ouija board creeps you out like you have to believe in that stuff for a Ouija board to mean anything you know so that's weird that might be something though if it has if it has some like eerie uh aura about it where we're even like the non-believers are still affected negatively but yeah i've never used one successfully but i've always i've only ever used ones that are like you know from from the store from like target or something with like the glow in the dark planchette is that how you say that planchette 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 is it sh or ch? It's spelled ch, I think. But does it make the ch sound or the sh sound? And that's the little, like, teardroppy. Is that a teardrop? Would you say it's a teardrop? It's kind of teardrop-esque. It's the little, like, it's the little thing that you, you move around to the letters. Well, you're not supposed to move it around. Some sort of entity is supposed to move it around, guiding your hand to the answers. You know what's kind of like a Ouija board though? In 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 a in a more modern age, um Chat GPT. I've started playing with that lately. I like playing with AI stuff. I use I use Midjourney to make uh AI generated images. And now I've started using uh, 
chat GPT for just various things, just like the chat, you know what I mean? Not necessarily chat with, but uh, definitely to, I guess I am chatting with it. I kind of use it more as like a search, like a Google, but instead of like having to go look for the uh, answers myself, I I just ask, I ask the AI bot. And it, it gives me what are the answers I'm looking for, which, 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 which beckons the question: Is are the answers that I'm getting the most reasonable, or like it's pulling it's pulling the in, information from the internet somehow? You know, it's it's not able to. I mean, yet it's in its current. Iteration Chat GPT is not formulating opinions or, you know, things responses of a uh, nuanced uh, nuanced f- format. Not format. That's not the word. Yeah, there's no nuance to to the responses you get. It's very. It feels like somebody's talking, like a like a person, but it's really just pulling information from that exists out there already in the internet. It's just doing it very quickly. Um, but think about it, though. Think about it, because because you would, if you had a Ouija board, you would ask a question, and then the idea is that the planchette, 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 planchette. Uh, moves. An entity moves your or the planchette that your hands are on. It moves to the letters, answering whatever question that you asked it. Well, an AI bot, you ask a question and it provides an answer. It's just it comes from it comes from the ether. It comes from some nowhere. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, or am I just? Am I just too far out there with that one? Because it could, uh, you know, it's like a digital, it could be a digital Ouija board. That'd be a fun movie though, right? If you were using like an AI bot, but you were getting responses from some sort of like malevolent entity out there. I call dibs on that. I get, I'm going to make that movie, not you. Maybe I'll put that in a comic book or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm having fun with that, though. If you haven't used... My uncle, my uncle Neil, he he thinks AI or feels... I shouldn't say thinks. I, sh- I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to say he thinks it's demonic. Um, he feels that it is. He's a very smart man. And when you say like, oh, this person thinks this, it's kind of, it's kind of almost like a, uh, you know, not a demeaning, but a more, I don't know. There's not, there's not as much of a, it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's like saying somebody thinks the earth is flat. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this person and their dumb ideas. 
Uh, can you believe they think that? But he feels that there's some sort of like, it's it's some it's like a it's got a demonic vibe to it, and I kind of get that. I kind of get that. It uh, I guess, in a way, I asked him, I asked him why he felt that way, and I forget exactly why he said he feels that way. I have like bug bites on my leg, man. What the. Dude, I don't know. These are weird. They're not mosquito bites. If these are flea bites, I'm not going to be stoked. Uh, Where was I going with that? Anyway. Yeah, so he, he feels there's some sort of like evil within it. Not not like it's a demon per se, but that's it's, it's a foreboding... Uh, it's for it's a foreboding thing that's been introduced into our reality into into uh the hands of humans but i don't know man i prefer i prefer actual demons i'm not i'm not so concerned about ai i mean i i i've seen terminator like i get it i get it i i know i know where it's headed there's only one logical direction that it's all headed in. But I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't have to go Terminator. Artificial intelligence doesn't necessarily have to eradicate human humanity. There are a lot of stories of that kind of that, that follow that idea though. You know, Ultron, for instance, Ultron was an AI that decided the best way to preserve earth is to destroy all humans. I burped a little bit right there. Uh, I could have just let it go, but I'm going to be honest with you. Destroy all humans. You remember that, that, that game was a PlayStation two. I mean, I guess it's like other playstations as well as, but I played it for the first time on PlayStation two where you're an alien and you go and I mean, kind of in the name destroy all humans that was a really fun game i'd kind of like to find that again and play it uh not that i have time to play video games but you know um what are you more afraid of are you more afraid of the rise of ai and the eradication of the human species that way or or are you more concerned uh, about like the possibility of the rapture, you know, Armageddon, uh, wait, the rapture, are Armageddon, the rapture, the same thing, the end of days, B the biblical end of days, what the biblical end of days is like pretty epic though, there's a lot of, a lot of, let's see, I'm going to do it, I'm going to leave, Maybe I can just minimize. There we go. I can still see that this is recording. Okay, let's look. Let's look this up. I'm curious now. I'm sitting in something wet, thanks to my son Maverick. Uh, biblical end of oops days. Let's see. What do we got? 
biblical verses. See, I'm already speaking in tongues. This is crazy. Uh, let's see. Cool. Uh, from August 15th of this year. Neat. Bible verses about the end of time. Oh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? The Bible says that in the end times, Jesus will return in glory to judge uh, the heavens and the earth. What are you judging the heavens for? What does that mean? If the people are already in heaven, haven't they already been judged? That doesn't, that doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. Because cause per, like in theory, after you die... If you if you've been if you've been good, you go to heaven. If you've been naughty, you go to hell, right? So you've already you've already met your judgment. I thought. Uh, let's see. Preceding Jesus's return, there will be wars and rumors of wars and great calamities such as famine. Natural disasters and plagues. You know, it uh, oddly, oddly reminiscent of kind of what's going on. Like, if we, what if, what if we are in the end of days right now? And I'm sitting here recording a podcast. <laughs> if we're sitting in the end of days, like, why, why are any of us doing any of these things? Man, that's such a nihilistic way to look at it. Plagues. Kind of went through a plague with the, uh, you know, that thing that if you say the pandemic, if you if you if you use, you know, if you call the pandemic, if you call the pandemic, if you use it, if you use its name, you know, the powers that be out there on on the. Uh, the content streaming platforms may may stand in your way. <laughs> Especially if you have opinions like I do. My opinions, my opinions are of uh of the nature that it was all nonsensical. It was all very 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 abused and overblown and very evil and malicious people uh selfish maybe not malicious maybe maybe some people had ill intent i don't know i don't know i just think it was all nonsense and i think that a lot of people out there were pushed into uh introducing a foreign substance into their body that may or may not, but mostly may, have some very serious ramifications as a result. So, if you're one of those people, I hope the best for you. Now, if you're one of those people that, because I chose not to inject myself with mystery substances, uh, if you were one of those people that said, oh, well, I hope you suffer because you did not inject yourself with a mystery substance. I still hope the best for you. Because I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm a better person than you are. Uh, okay, anyway, so plagues. So yeah, we've, we've, we've done the plague. 
natural disasters. Well, Hawaii recently burned to the ground. Maui, Maui recently burned to the ground. That seems like a pretty epic natural disaster. Um, other fires, Canada, California constantly burns to the ground every every year. So that 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 seems to be following suit. Famine. I mean, are we there? Are are we in a time of famine? I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't personally experienced that. Luckily, luckily I have not experienced a famine. But who's to say that it's not coming next? You know what I mean? So that's weird. Oh, and then there will be uh wars and rumors of wars. Well, that seems to be eerily accurate to what's going on now too. With uh what's going on over with uh Russian and their friend, the uh the Ukraine. Now, because I said the country's name, am I going to be throttled on 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 the content streamers? Cause you know they have AI that looks for that kind of thing. And they're like, uh oh. They said they said Ukraine. They better be speaking positively of it, otherwise we're gonna throttle the exposure, the reach, the reach of the content. Don't we live in such a really interesting time? Where you cannot speak ill of a war across the world that has zero effect in your day-to-day life where the country you live in instead of instead of using just unreasonable amounts of money to fix the problems here at home we're we're shipping off cash elsewhere for what i mean that's not my problem there's problems here that i feel like you know billions upon trillions of dollars would be very beneficial in aiding or remedying or solving but hey, what do I know? Uh, so yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a warish thing going on right now, huh? So I mean, we're definitely two of the three. The famine one is is still up in the air. The famine one feels like it's going to be the worst one. I kind of want to get like livestock and and learn to farm better. I can grow stuff. I can grow stuff, but can I grow enough? You know what I mean? something to consider something to consider it's definitely going to affect the famine parts definitely going to hurt people like in big cities more so like if you live in new york city or you know la and places like that and famine strikes you will be much more um worse off than those of us who live in places where there there's land to farm and to keep livestock. Just saying. 
Just saying, something to consider. Living in living in big cities may seem like fun and uh, super hip and cool, but in the end of days, it's going to be probably the worst place to be. So anyway, all right. So disasters, plagues, blah blah blah. Um, the Antichrist will arise to deceive people and lead them astray. <laughs> well, what do you know, man? That kind of sounds eerily reminiscent, too, of uh, what's going on in, in today's age. There seems to be a lot of deceitful people out there. And a lot of, and a lot of, um, let's see, <clears throat> uh, soft-minded folk being led astray, being led, being convinced and talked into doing things that don't make a lot of sense being told to believe things and support things and uh, propagate, is that the word? Uh, push things, maybe, that don't make a lot of sense. I do feel we live in an age where a lot of folks are being led astray, where they ignore true science, actual biology. There was a whole big thing of trust the science, where in saying trust the science had zero, zero relation to actual science. Isn't that interesting? That's, that, feels, that feels very led astray-ish, if you ask me. <laughs> These questionable uh, I, I, ideas of identities and things of that nature, refusing, you know... Just, just throwing, just throwing reality out the window, biological reality out the window. That seems, that seems very, very, uh, you know, led astrayish. This is kind of freaking me out. It's freaking you out. <clears throat> antichrist. Who would that be? If we had to pick an antichrist, who would that be? And in, in our, in our, uh, just cast of characters that we're dealing with on TV and social in the news in the news who 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 would embody the the antichrist uh deceiver position you know and everybody has a different person everybody so here's the thing here's the thing why why does it have to be one person why does it have to be one deceiver one one person because everybody has one, you know, Trump. You could say Trump is a deceiver. You might be one of those people who, who think President Trump is a, a leading people astray. He, he, is, he is a man deceiving people, right? Hmm. Then you could be on the flip side. Then you could be on the flip side and say President Biden. He could be a deceiver. And that's that, that. That's also a guy who who could possibly possibly be leading people astray, because he seems to be a very big, uh, you know, big voice, big big. He's a a leader in a lot of these questionable um, ideologies we got going on here. It's interesting. Interesting. So again, I'm not saying one is antichrist-like. 
but maybe both are. Because why why does this Antichrist figure have to be the same person to everybody? You know what I mean? It could be a number of people. Why does it have to be one person? Because nobody, nobody in the world. Well, let's see. Let's just start. Let's just let's just hang out here at home. Nobody in our country, at least. Uh, not everyone doesn't follow the same one person. Everybody follows a variety of people. So, uh, is is one of those people a deceiver, or are there several? And all, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting, though. Interesting. Interesting. Your Antichrist may not be the same as my Antichrist. Isn't that unique? What a theory. What a theory. Um, let's see. Those who refuse to accept Jesus as their Savior will suffer eternal punishment. Now, that part... I don't know. It feels very Christian based. Uh, and I guess you'd really have to think Christianity is the end all be all. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I grew up Catholic. My, my chosen, um, interpretation of a higher power and all that. I, 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 I pick Catholicism. Why not? As a tradition, I pick Catholicism. As an organization, the Catholic Church is probably, you know, in the realm of uh, is more 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 evil than good. I would say, you know, the Catholic Church has a history of horrifically nefarious deeds being committed and being um, hidden and not addressed. One could argue that whatever this Antichrist character or characters may be uh, found their way into the Catholic Church as an organization long ago. And the Catholic Church itself has been a very, has been a den of, of evil for quite some time. It's hard to deny though, right? With, with all the, uh, I mean, with the undeniable history of, like, abuse to children, you know? <clears throat> and then, like, before that, uh, you know, it just... Yeah, man. Yeah, the Catholic Church has done horrific things, yet says that they follow uh, the good. They, they, are, they are the um, agents of good, yet they do, and... Uh, condone, I don't know. I don't know if they condone the child abuse, but they definitely don't uh, stand, like work against it. So that's interesting. So that all being said, uh, I choose, my, my chosen spiritual tradition is Catholicism, just because that's what I grew up with, and that's what I know. Uh, I don't, necessarily and you know what it's not even necessarily i don't buy a lot of the historic uh tales and ideas but i personally me me as me hi i'm justin <clears throat> i believe that 
all every all religions are really just telling the same exact story just uh reflecting their own cultures you know what i mean they're telling the stories the best they can and when and when ancient when like when when cultures tell stories they're they're going to they're going to tie it to to the to things they know you know what i mean they're going to adapt their reality into uh, their translation of of this greater idea, this greater concept. So I really think all religions are are just different translations of one overall, uh, you know, the real thing. Does that make sense? Like you're you're a Christian, you're Muslim, you're Jewish. It's all the same. It's all the same. All the tenets, all like the core. The core of every religion is be good. Be a good person. Do good things. Don't be evil. You know what I mean? Like the Jesus story in Christianity is very similar to other stories in other religions from other cultures. You know what I mean? So, for instance, the story of Noah is a very... uh, judeo-christian story that if you're you know of if you're jewish or christian you you are you are expected to believe that this old dude in the middle of the desert uh spoke to god and god said hey homie i'm gonna flood the earth humanity sucks so i'm gonna drown everyone i'm gonna need you to build a gigantic gigantic boat you and your kids are going to build this enormous ship by hand mind you and you're going to collect two of every animal in the world every single one all of them every one of them are going to come to you and you will have space on this gigantic boat for all of them and I'm going to flood and murder everybody. And at the end of it, we're, you know, you're going to repopulate the earth because you're going to be the last living things on the planet. Now, that feels like a fairly fantastical story to me personally. Now, do I believe maybe there was a dude named Noah and there was a flood and he did build a boat that was able to house all the animals within his immediate vicinity. Sure. I could buy that. That sounds reasonable to me. And then if you want to talk about the younger driest impact, where about like maybe 12,000 years ago, the earth was bombarded by, um, rocks from space. What are those meteors or asteroids? I don't remember meteors, right? Meteors, meteors, plummeted from the sky, melting the ice caps, flooding the globe. And that is actually what happened. And, and, and Noah happened as a result of that because there are countless other cultures across the globe that have very similar stories of a gigantic flood that wiped away civilizations and buh. So 
it's one of those things, you know what I mean? Multiple cultures have a similar story, almost the identical story. And yeah, it's just, it's a little interesting. So it's almost like it did happen. And we're, and, and every, all, all the different sects, 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 groups, all the different groups of human, um, humans told this story over generations the best they could. And it, 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 it was, the story was, you know, designed after what they knew. And then over the course of history, you know, there's no written accounts of a lot of things. A lot of it was orally passed down. So, you know, when you play telephone, things are about, are bound to get muddled. Something to consider, something to think about. Anyway, I digress. Let's see. The verses about the end of time help us to see that God's ultimate plan is for our redemption and happiness. The Bible encourages Christians to, quote-unquote, keep watch as the end approaches and not fall back into a life of sensual pleasure. Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't do it. Don't don't Sodom each other. (laughs) Don't Sodom Gomorrah. From Guardians of the Galaxy, which some of you may, I mean, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, Let's see. The book of Revelation says that when Christ returns, he will conquer evil. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall be the no, neither shall be mourning nor crying nor pain. Revelations 21 for Jesus will govern God's kingdom with righteousness and justice. I don't know what any of that means. I mean, I know what it means, but do we really know what it is? It's just, it's very flower, flowery. I don't know, man. Anyway, return of Jesus. Uh, none of these are as fun. I was, I was looking for like catastrophic, uh, you know, Oh, this is all Jesus-y stuff. The rapture. Here we go. Let's see. One Theologians 4, 16, 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first zombies i read that as zombies then we who are alive who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so we will always be with the lord so so the way i that's 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 all weird to me so let's see. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Well, I thought the dead in Christ were already in heaven. So what's going on here? And is that like, are we supposed to take that as bodies will be coming up from their graves? Because it says rise first. And when I think dead rising, I think zombies. You know what I mean? Because if you <clears throat> if you grow up in some sort of like Christian faith or whatever... 
when somebody dies, you believe they go to heaven. So that's already done. The death, the rising, all of that is already accomplished. So I don't know what that means. Um, I was really hoping for... There we go, the Antichrist. Here we go. Here's the fun stuff. Uh, let's see. Matthew 24, 5. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will be led astray. Eh, yeah, I mean, false prophets, blah, blah, blah. Theologians 2, 3, 4, or 2 theologians 2, 3, 4. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So false prophets, which quite a few, quite a few. Actually, I think we live in a time where there's like a lot of false prophets. Everybody has something to say and everybody thinks what they got to say is right. And everybody says, follow me because I know everything. Avoid those people. Avoid them. I recommend. Uh, let's see. And then Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth. I don't know. Day of judgment. He shall judge between. No. Okay. Look, I was really hoping for some more metal uh, versus deliverance. No, I don't want that. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Maybe it's up here preparing there were signs of the end times day of judgment or you looked at that the antichrist we read a little about the antichrist 1 john 2 18 children it is the last hour and as you have heard that antichrist is coming so now many antichrists have come okay therefore we know that it is the last hour so there's see that's that's what i said that's what i said that's what I, I was winging it when I said that, too, where there's multiple antichrists. It's not just one. Everybody's going to have their own. That's what makes sense to me. Um, let's see. And I, oh, okay, cool. Here, this is what I was looking for. Revelations 13, 1 through 8. Yeah, Revelation 13. I like 13s. Um, let's see. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads, with ten, wow, that is amazing, um, okay, cool, okay, ten horns, uh, and blasphemous names on its heads, that, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of this is like, do you think that's actually how they spoke? Or do you think that's just like the best translation we have to, you know, what was said or written? Because when you, when you read through the Bible and these passages and stuff, it's like the way things are worded, it, it just is nonsensical. You know what I mean? And it's like to take these things literally is insane, which 
I like the idea of a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads. That sounds metal. That sounds like something that would be pretty cool to see. But then then we go into like the blasphemous names on its heads. Like, what does that mean? It's going to have a blasphemous name written on the forehead. And what do these heads look like? Two, you know what I mean? Anyway, and the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. Okay, you're just uh, describing a big cat. It looked like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear, and its mouth was like a lion. That's just, that's just, that's just a big cat, man, with bear feet. <laughs> and to it, the dragon gave his power. Wait. Yeah, and to it, the tendency, it doesn't make sense the way this is worded. You don't start up sentence with and, by the way. And to it, the dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. The dragon, I guess, is the devil. One of its heads seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed. Okay, so why are we even talking about the mortal wound if the wound is healed? It means nothing anymore. It's, it's done. And the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. So everybody's going to see this giant monster coming out of the sea and they're going to follow it? Like, this doesn't, this doesn't, this doesn't jive. And they worship the dragon for he had given his authority to the beast and they worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast and who can fight against it? So the beast we're talking about is, not, is now a dragon, but the dragon's not, is the dragon the thing that came out of the sea with the seven heads and the ten horns? See, I don't know. I don't know. And the beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words. And it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. So this thing's going to come up and we're going to have to deal with it for like almost two years. It opened its mouth to utter bla again, blasphemous against it was always blaspheming. Uh, blaspheming his name and his dwelling. It is those who dwell in heaven. That jumble of words means what? Also, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. An authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation and all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the lamb who was slain. <sighs> like, come on. I just, I just wish like, I want to know where all this came from. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about the amount of history that has just been lost? I personally, me, I'm under the impression of things that, um, rabbit holes that I have fallen down and just like things that I have looked into. 
I personally think that there have been cultures and civilizations that date much, 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 much further back than we currently believe. And the uh, stories and like texts and ideas and all these things that we that we base religions and faith upon today is like muddled uh, translations or like very uh, incomplete idea like incomplete it's all incomplete like I, I really think that there's just so much there was so much lost and every current religion and every current understanding of ancient cultures in the world is all cobbled together from broken pieces. You know what I mean? Like, like history was a glass ball and that glass ball fell to the ground and shattered and a bunch of different people came in and picked up their share of pieces and they went and they cobbled it together in into other little glass balls that have little pieces and little remnants of the the original big glass ball but it's it's incomplete and but they're 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 basing everything they they believe into like the pieces that they have the glass ball that's made of like the 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 few remnants of the greater glass ball. I'm saying that too much, but you know what I mean, right? Like this, everything comes from, from, from the same source, but everyone took their own, their own pieces of, of that source and, and developed things that they're willing to die over. Well, this 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 was a little lackluster ultimately. How did I even how do we even go down this path? I don't even know how we got here. Do you? Do you remember how we got here? I mean this this kind of this kind of feels like a good Fright Club episode, right? Talking about the end of days. Talked about Ouija boards for a little bit. <laughs> what are the seven trumpets of Revelation? In the book of Revelation, seven trumpets are sounded one at a time to cue apocalyptic events seen by John of... Patmos, Revelations 9-1, in his vision, Revelations 1-1, the seven trumpets are sounded by seven angels, and the events that follow are described in detail from Revelations chapters 8 to 11. Like, I don't know, man. But, isn't it kind of eerie that the signs of the end times are very, very eerily close to kind of what's been going on the last few years in this world. It's going to be interesting. Like, what if we woke up tomorrow and that giant seven-headed, ten-horned monster was coming out of the ocean? 
<laughs> like, are you prepared for this? What if things actually do go sideways and it is a whole bunch of biblical chaos? We start hearing trumpets and angels and all these kind of like crazy things that, you know, people say they believe, but you kind of you got a question like how much do you actually truly believe that? You know, my, my uncle and aunt and cousins, like, they they are they are very devout Catholics and they they're good Catholics. They're good people. I'm I'm the ne'er do well, I guess, that that's that has a lot of questions. It's just kinda like, hmm. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I'm 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 super okay with saying I don't know. <clears throat> but it is eerie. It is eerie that these these concepts from thousands of years ago are so relatable to what's going on now, but it's not the first time that's happened. This isn't the first time all this kind of stuff's happened. I mean, let's go back to uh, the, what was the last pandemic? The the Spanish flu, was that it? The the pandemic of like 19-whatever? That was really close to what World War One, and then when we had World War Two. Like, there's these thing, these things have been going on throughout human history over and over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So, when I don't know, but really though, what if we all, what if we woke up tomorrow and like, whoa, <laughs> here, here we go, here we go indeed. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, but you know what? I'm going to close on this. It's talking about demonic and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I want to get into demons more on the next episode. We'll see. We'll see. I like demons. I don't like demons. That's a weird thing to say. I don't like demons, but I find them fascinating. You know what I mean? I find them to be very interesting. I, 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 I wanted to be an exorcist at one point. Like, I had considered it. I had considered, like, mm, I gotta be a priest to be an exorcist, right? But that's not necessarily true. I mean, I feel like I could I could hold my own against a demon. Somebody who's possessed, like, I can, I can throw holy water in their face, smack them around a little bit. I mean, and then, like, if it's, like, The Exorcist, like, the movie The Exorcist, and it says, like, really horrific and horrendous things to me about, like, my mom and stuff like your mother, uh, it takes a lot to, like, verbally assault me. <laughs> and I do jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like, if they want to get physical, I'll choke a demon out. I'll put a, I'll put a demon in a, in a Kimura. I'll put a demon in a guillotine. Guillotine, guillotine. I think guillotine is the right way to say it. You know, a possessed like person coming at me. I'll, 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 I'll put you in an armbar. <laughs> I don't have my stripe like Bainey does, but that's because I do no gi. I do no gi jujitsu. I mean, I should do more gi so I can rank up. But I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be wearing a gi out in, out in public. And if somebody wants to get crazy out in public, I want to be able to just like, you know, choke them out with with what what we what people conventionally wear in their everyday lives. But but 
I I I'd be I'd be down to roll with a demon. I want to. <laughs> I had. <laughs> I have this idea. I have this idea for a comic book series called The Exorcist. And it's just that. It's basically an MMA exorcist where it's not, you know, just it's not all holy water and prayers. It's like let's get real. Let's get let's get down. Let's let's en- engage in some fisticuffs. I could do it. <laughs> I could do it. If anybody out there knows any anybody who needs an exorcism, I'm willing to give it a shot. I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to twelfth grade. That's thirteen years of formal. I can, I can, I can hit, I can hit them with a Bible verse or two. I know what I'm talking about. I can bring a super soaker with some holy water. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to get crazy. <laughs> oh. That's fun. Maybe we should, well, we'll talk about more. We'll talk more about that later. But anyway, I'll leave you with this. Hey, <laughs> there's, there's a character that, that I've, I've been following on social media for quite some time now. And I find this person to be such an interesting follow. It's his name and I don't know, man, what if, what if, what if, what if somehow this, this gets back to him, but I'm not going to say anything disrespectful, I promise. Uh, so sir, I don't, I don't, I don't hold any sort of disrespect towards you. I just, I, I find you to be fascinating. There is a fella out in California who goes by the name Richie the Barber. And I mean this in every polite way possible, but this dude, <laughs> This dude has become he 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 is a clown. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. He is a self-proclaimed clown. He is such a self-proclaimed clown that he has tattooed himself to be a forever clown. His hair has been cut in a way to where he is he is it's not makeup, folks. It's not makeup. It is who this man is. Look him up. Richie the Barber. Look him up. I, again, in no disrespectful way. I, I just feel like everybody should get a taste of this guy. Um, I find him to be basically just your everyday run-of-the-mill uh, evangelistic pro- propagandist. You know what I mean? It's... It's just it's just that song and dance man, preacher man kind of vibe. But he's a tattoo freak. Pure body modification. And I love freak. I'm a tattooed freak. You know what I mean? I love freaks. Sideshow. I'm all about it. All about body modification. I'm all about Coney Island looking people. Uh, but he mixes that with evangelistic kind of like you know, mega churchy, just <laughs> preacher man personalities. And it, it's, he, he expels demons from people. He, his, his new thing right now is like posting just whatever sort of like TikToky videos and, and he follows it up with that's demonic, but he himself kind of looks like a demon. Like imagine that. 
And I don't mean that in any disrespectful way, Richie. I don't. I don't. I, 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 uh, I support you. <laughs> I respect your, your gimmick. I, I, I love it. It, it brings me endless entertainment and I have so much fun watching, but I get it. I get it. It's, it's a song and dance man kind of thing. And it's, you know, never in a million years do I believe this man would be like, no, you're right. You caught me. No, 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 no. These people never, they never fucking, whoop, I draw, I, hey, look, I, I try to watch my mouth so frequently and sometimes I'm going to let it slip. I apologize. I try to keep this family friendly and sometimes <laughs> I swear naturally in, in the way I speak in everyday life. And, and the fact that I'm able to like tone it back at all is very impressive. So I apologize for dropping that F bomb, but I'm passionate about this so much so that I lost my train of thought. But what I'm trying to say is, um, look them up, <sighs> look them up. If you like just over the top, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. Okay. Back to it. He expels demons from people. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. It's all in good fun. Look him up. It's, you'll get a kick out of it. I hope he gets some followers off this, if nothing else. And I don't, again, I don't mean in any disrespectful way if this happens to get back to him. I, I just get the gimmick. I get it. I get it. I call myself a reverend too. I got, I went online and I paid my $20 and I got my reverendship. I did 13 years of formal Catholic education. I feel like I earned it. I, I, I am Reverend Justin Leal. I got a tattooed on my knuckles. You know, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. Although I understand it's for fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, look, listen, this is what I do for a living now. This is my life. Leo Legacy, Skeleton Crew Fight Club. This is what we do. So come on over and pay us a visit at leolegacy.com and scope out all the other killer content we have available for you, including commentaries both through old cartoons and movies and Disney movies and just... I, I provide comment. I just can't stop talking if you haven't figured that out yet. I talk a lot and I talk over things and hopefully provide a little comic relief while doing so. Uh, I got vlogs. We got vlogs, little adventures that, you know, my family and I go on and I talk over those too. If you're a Disney fan, then look, we're here for you. I'm here for you. I'm a Disney fanatic, a Disney nerd, if you will. So if you are of the Disney persuasion or know anybody of such, send them our direction, point them in our direction. At LeoLegacy.com, videos out the wazoo, podcasts out the wazoo, uh, committed to everything is now just Skeleton Crew Fight Club and Leo Legacy. Those are the two entities. Uh, shop our store. Shop our store. Back to the whole Disney thing. We got Disney-centric designs made by yours truly. And... I'm also really, really devoted into getting into more like designing apparel for uh, mixed martial artists. 
So if you are an MMA practitioner in any way, you do jujitsu, kickbox, whatever, man, you you practice MMA. We got rash guards for you, for uh, you know, all you you no gi jujitsu aficionados, um, you know, gym equipment like stuff you would need to go to go do that, like you know, water bottles, gym bags, like slides. Let's just go check it out. Fight gear. Um, yeah, anything and everything, man. Just cool, like, SoCal-inspired streetwear. Come on. Come on. Come over. Come shop. Because this is how we sustain life. This is how we live. So show your support. Shop our store. Give us a follow across all your favorite social media platforms. I'm doing my best to be more active and more social media centric uh video streaming platforms youtube rumble what have you go watch what we got out there uh i'm gonna do more live stuff so subscribe hit the little ding dong notification bell so you're notified whenever we go live and that's via video gaming or i don't know anything man just who knows who knows what kind of wildness uh may come up so you're gonna want to follow across all your favorite social media platforms. Podcasts, leave us a review, leave us a rating. What else? Subscribe. And I think that's that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it right now. Um, word of mouth, though. Word of mouth is the most important thing that you can do. And when I say that, I mean it. That that's the best way to help all this grow and help us, you know, continue like make a living out of this, continue to make a living out of this. So in advance, I would like to thank you for being a friend and telling a friend. And with that I say, until next time. See ya.